When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Streaming at MyTalk1071.com. Also on the MyTalk app. If you listen to us on the app or online, get registered with listener rewards. In the month of June, you can listen for a chance to win $500 from AARP. This and more. So go see all the prizes in our listener rewards on our app or at MyTalk1071.com. Lori Stephanie Hansen here this afternoon. Here we go. Here. I, I just cannot get over Bonnie Pointer. That she's passed away, Holly. I'm yes. She was young. Yes. And one of my all-time favorite disco dance songs. Kurt would tell you that when he lived in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. if he took a lady to the Pointer Sisters concert... He would always get laid. A hundred percent. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was his secret sauce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He knew, like, the doorman that oh, worked yeah. at the theater where they were, and he was like that. He would go to the show... Then they would go back to, at this time, he lived in some apartment that had a hot tub on the roof. Oh, very. He's very proud of his time. Well, here we go. Oh, this is, I don't know the words, but I do remember it. Such a good dance for, I mean, like your girlfriend, you'd just be like, we're dancing. We are dancing. We're getting out. We're dancing. And that's still one of my favorite songs to put on makeup too. To twirl around and put them in a makeup party. It's a for good your, pre-game party. Yes, it is. It's it a song. Is. Yeah. It's you have your shower cocktail, then oh, you uh, yes. get your pre-game on. Yes. Okay, well, let's just get dirty. Talk about needing a shower after you watch <sighs> Filthy Rich, the Netflix documentary. About- Do I need to watch this, or are you just going to sum it up for me? No, well, I know- don't want to watch about, like, creepers. Listen, it isn't about creepers as it is about the injustice of what happened to these girls that was allowed by the, you know, it's not any different than what is going on in the world. I mean, it's, it's young girls, girls 14 it's, to, yeah, that way it was like a sexual pyramid scheme. And it is absolutely shocking in much of the same way when you watch Surviving R. Kelly how shocking it was that he got away with and Harvey Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein, but we haven't seen a, a we haven't had a show, not a documentary, not yet. a documentary, not anything like that. I mean, R. Kelly's in jail because of that surviving R. Kelly, that were female documentary uh, filmmakers who did that. And this is a woman who did um, filthy rich. And I, I guess I, I don't feel like, I feel outraged that once again, people who were who should have had justice were denied it. And even at the very end of his life, two days before he was 
probably murdered in his jail cell. Mm-hmm. He transfers all of his assets, all $577 million, to the U.S. Virgin Islands so that it's staying still a step ahead from these victims. I mean, Holly, what do you think? I mean, I think it's been eye-opening to watch this show to, to kind of understand, like, there there's a place that we need, to, you know, that the trafficking of people is still happening. Have and you seen that island where he brought these people? Uh-uh. I have. Yeah. I've it's been... it's secluded. It's small. But I will also tell you that the locals, everybody knew apparently what that he was up to no good. They knew when the planes were coming in with the women, when the women would come through customs. Right. And the boats would pick them up. And he's money, 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 money to everybody. I mean, Holly, have you finished it? Yeah, we finished it this weekend. And first and foremost, I think that this documentary is important because you're listening to the victim's story. Yes, that is it. Thank you. You know, you listen to their story. You hear how they were groomed. Mm -hmm. You hear how they were sexually assaulted. And to your point, Lori, you you find in the docuseries that this was a sex trafficking pyramid scheme. And the way that they would manipulate these young girls, taking advantage of them. Oftentimes they came from very stressful and unfortunate circumstances. It all started in Palm Beach, I mean, that's where the first cover-up began. That's where he realized he could get away with it. I mean, it is really a fascinating eye-opening because we don't know much about Jeffrey Epstein. No, and how he was able to, like, he was a grifter that rose to power. And we get that. We get that story about what that happened. And then, you know, we keep wondering, okay, what is going to happen as a result of this filthy rich? You know, it's been out for, like, a week What's going to happen to Prince Andrew? We've got a a story for you because, uh, you know, things are going to happen to him. And we'll just play the audio. Sensational front page to the Sun newspaper here this morning. Yanks hand Andy over. This morning, Prince Andrew facing a formal request to speak with New York federal prosecutors as part of their investigation into sexual abuse by Andrew's late friend, Jeffrey Epstein. The Queen's son would be interviewed as a witness, British media reports say. He stayed with Epstein in New York and the U.S. Virgin Islands. A person familiar with the matter tells NBC News the application has been made under a U.S.-U.K. mutual legal assistance treaty. Prince Andrew was seen on social media in May when his ex-wife Sarah Ferguson posted this Instagram picture with the caption, So proud of our loving family. But in an interview in December, Virginia Jufri claimed she was trafficked by Jeffrey Epstein and abused by Prince Andrew when she was 17, just days after this picture was taken. It was a really scary time in my life. I had just been abused by a, a member of a royal family. And in wow. the documentary, there is a, an employee of Jeffrey Epstein's who confirms the first time that he sees Virginia Jufri, uh you know, and Andy was all over her and he's tried to deny, 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 and he's got a law firm that's pushing it back, but he still has the queen paying for his security. Um, while we've had all these horrible headlines about who's paying for Harry and Megan, it's like, old Randy, Andy, Prince pedophile over there, uh, <laughs> is uh, getting all Randy the protection. Andy, Prince pedophile is a fantastic name. Well, that was his nickname in the British press for years. Randy, Andy. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, it's so gross. And I do, I'm sorry, I feel a little bad for Sarah Ferguson. Like, yet again, she's on the Don't feel bad for her. She's all part of it. Yeah, she's been (laughs) skating on his British hotels for a long time. Be like Prince Philip and just don't have any time for her. Yeah, just remember uh, Duchess Fergie doing the little pay-to-play experience before before, uh, William and Kate's wedding. She was selling access. That's right. Remember all that? So anyway, he... Poor uh, Fergie. Yeah, the Justice Department. Let's see what happens uh, to to, uh, to old uh, Prince Edward. All right, listen, we come back. Stephanie is taking over random facts today. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, Stephanie, okay. you're filling in for Julia's random mind. Yes, and in the true spirit of Julia, I just picked some random things I thought were kind of interesting, and okay. I fully expect you to make fun of me. Okay. Um, if you've been wondering, Lori, if you're one of these people like myself, and you've been carrying hand sanitizers in every bag in mm-hmm. your car, mm-hmm. leaving it around, did you know that... It loses um, its effectiveness? No, oh. no. But it can apparently, if it's left, if you leave like a Purell bottle, it could potentially reach as high as 300 degrees if left in a hot car in bright sunlight and explode. Oh, gosh. I've got a couple in my car right now that might be exploding. So, (laughs) you know, I have one in my car, too. Uh (laughs) In the sun. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Uh All right. right, There we go. Uh, so your hand sanitizer could potentially explode. So just be thinking about where you can keep it. My word. That will be a little bit better. Did not know that. Um, I feel like this is a public service announcement more than a random fact, but it's so important. I'm going to tell you it anyway. Good. Do it. Costco's free samples are coming back. What? We have not. Okay, see, this is a public service announcement. Is Kowalski's next? Sample! (laughs) (laughs) The samples are going to be coming back after a long, months-long hiatus. Um, They haven't released all the ways they're going to do it safely, but they have lifted their customer limit of two people per member card going into a store, and they are going to bring the samples back. So I thought that was pretty exciting. Yeah. You know that it's good for all the people who a lot of these local makers, they said that 30% of their sales happen as a result of a sample. Yeah. Yeah. I have a girlfriend who does samples at Kowalski's and she's wondered if she would ever get her job back and she's quite likes it and she's quite good at it. She likes talking to strangers. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. So maybe I should hook up with that woman because uh, a friend of mine is always looking for good samplers. Oh, really? Yes. It does, yeah. You have to like talking to people to be a sampler. Um, This is probably more the study of duh than a random, but I just wanted you to know that emotional eating is a real thing. Yeah, I didn't doubt that. You also enjoy the taste of food more when you're sad. Really? Yes, They have found through research that those who eat when sad preferred the taste of food and had a larger appetite when they were feeling negative emotions versus positive emotions. Wow. I I do have to say just uh, I've never eaten. One of my comfort foods is chili bean nachos. (laughs) 
And I would say Yum. the first three weeks of the pandemic, I had nachos a couple times a week. Could uh, you describe to me how you make a chili bean nacho? Is it the Hormel bean chili no, on no, a nacho? No, no. I like the Joan of Arc chili beans. Okay. Those. And then I just put a layer of chips down and a layer of bean and the cheese. and Maybe another little little layer of beans. Yum. And then, you know. I do love a good nacho. I That's do. kind of my... And it tastes... And it was like, Casey's like, what are you having for dinner? I'm having chili bean nachos. That's no dinner. Yes, it is. It was so comforting. <laughs> you can make anything into dinner if you want to. Yeah, basically. Yeah, but it... Yeah, that, that makes sense, Stephanie. Okay. So it is a real thing mm-hmm. and the food tastes better. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now I'm just going to give you some random facts about summer. Is, is it going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> We're in like super hot summer right now, right? Oh, yeah. It's like 95 degrees outside. Okay. My our facts Purell of, is exploding in her car. That's right. Okay. My facts of summer isn't opening, so I'm moving on. Okay. <laughs> now I'm going to tell you just random facts. This is a truly amazing thing. Okay. Charles Darwin, his personal pet tortoise, just Died. died. How amazing is that? Well, don't t- don't turtles tittles. Don't turtles live? <laughs> like, can't some of them live to be like two, three hundred years old or something crazy? This turtle was 176 years wow. old. That's an amazing statistic. Where did Charles Darwin's turtle live? On the Galapagos Islands. Because he was cake? there doing natural oh. research. Okay. And the... I guess they probably tagged it. I mean, they yeah. probably knew what one it was. I don't right, know. Right, right. Um, you should have like what is the, like how long does a turtle live? Like the big ones seem to have the long life. He lived over a hundred and seventy six years. That's a long time. Yeah. Now. Do you remember the turtle at Como Zoo, the tortoise? And then they made the, a statue yes. out of it, a bronze. Yeah, that slowly you, they let him walk around. Yeah, and when we were little, you could ride on it. Yeah. You could sit on it, which is probably not really politically correct now, but you know. Um, Okay. The average person, guess how much time they spend waiting for red lights to turn green in your lifetime? Oh, I love these actuarial when they crunch the numbers. Do the long, the average American lives to be this long and driving this and they do the math, they do the math and it comes out to be a year and a half of your life. Six months. Oh, that's it. Okay. Just sitting that's it. in that's your it. car waiting for the light to turn. That's pretty cool. But I mean, think about all the th- what they look at to even come up with that thing. Yeah. You know, to do the math. Who's that even smart? Well, actuarials. Yeah. Yeah. Real smart guys. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, 
and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And with ladies, ladies, someone, mm-hmm. guys, the proverbial guys, the use, the, the peeps, use. the people. <laughs> uh, a bolt of lightning contains enough energy to toast a thousand slices of bread. Wow, I like knowing that. Now that's like just a. You could power your toaster for of... 84,000 minutes with just one strike. Don't you think that's like a Cliff Clavin party? <laughs> totally. Party favor information. <laughs> totally. Whenever yeah. I think of Cliff Clavin, I think of my husband, Kurt, who yeah. has four chin hairs <laughs> that grow. Like, remember when Cliff Clavin <laughs> tried to grow a beard? Uh, that's Kurt. Yeah. Okay. This one is just amazing. You can hear a blue whale's heartbeat from two miles away wow that's how loud it is this the heart is legitimately the size of a small car and the heart weighs 1300 pounds oh gosh. just the heart and to move blood through the colossal body and arteries of the whale it's beating so powerfully you can hear it from two miles away that is truly amazing here's this is weird too it only beats eight to ten times slow, per minute. Slow, slow, slow. Yeah. It's just a long, long round. This year when... when <laughs> making whale sounds. Kind of veering on Chewbacca towards the end there. When Casey and I were in uh, Hawaii in February, I had never heard the whales. They were like two miles out. But the big ones, when they landed, if they went breached all the way yeah. up, you could hear that slap, the slap all the way beachside. I'd never really. That's cool. You know, notice. Whales are super cool. Yeah. Loving to jump up in the air. Yeah. And the baby follows. Kurt watched them this year. He saw one. Yeah. All right. Listen, thanks, Stephanie. That yeah. was excellent. And when we come back, well, we're going to have a movie review and. The money has been found in Colorado. The hidden treasure. Ooh! Uh, uh, this hard fact news, Derek Chauvin, the cop charged with George Floyd's murder, his bail hearing was held today, $1.25 million. That's bail. a lot. Because the lot. other police were, was it 500000 or seven fifty? I can't remember. Yeah. So anyway, so he's will be back in court on June 29th. I don't think he's going to be making bail. Getting divorced and everything. Yeah, probably yeah. not. Um, and then, uh, so this uh, story, I remember we talked about it when this guy first did it. Forrest Finn, he's going to be 90 in August. And about 10 years ago, he uh, let people know um, he's a millionaire art dealer. Okay. Forest, and he let people know um, that he had buried a golden treasure in an actual treasure box somewhere in Colorado. And people periodically, well, people started looking for it, you know, sure. right away. And the only clues he were a map and a poem, but all the morning shows, CBS morning news, I mean, everybody kind of was doing. Periodically, has anyone found this damn treasure chest? Because people have looked for it. People have died looking for it. Um, Died? Four people um, uh, have died looking for this that, like, have fallen off 
you know, sheer rock oh, faces okay. in Colorado or whatever in the process of looking at it. And it was a 10 by 10 box. And he did put out a statement like after um, the last person died, he just said, it's not in a dangerous place. So don't put yourself in oh, a right. dangerous place to get this box. I buried it when I was 80. It's been found. Here oh. we go. Oh, <laughs> The unfindable has been found. Forrest Finn is an 89-year-old art collector who stashed the treasure more than 10 years ago in an effort to get people off their couches and into the great outdoors. Now telling me over the phone, a man from back east has finally deciphered the secret clues he left in a poem. From there, it's no place for the meek. The end is ever drawing nigh. But so far, Forrest has been mum on the man's identity, saying he learned the search was over when the man emailed him a picture of the treasure and in a post describing the secret location under a canopy of stars in the lush forested vegetation of the Rocky Mountains. The discovery coming after years of hundreds of thousands of people trying to find the chest that for me started as a local reporter nearly a decade ago in Santa Fe as one of the first to cover the modern day treasure hunt. The story hasn't been without significant danger. There have been countless rescues and at least five people have died while searching in treacherous terrain. Authorities long urging Finn to call off the search, despite Finn's insistence the treasure was hidden in a spot that a 70-year-old man would be able to reach. But today, that exact location, still a mystery. Finn saying the treasure hunter wishes to remain anonymous, and now it's his secret to keep. And he said he'd never moved it from the place he was 79 when he buried it. So did he, is it money inside the treasure box? That's gold coins, gold coins, but something that's worth a million dollars, gems, gold and, and, and stones. Oh, wow. Yeah. So cool. And in a, um, how did he describe it? 10 by 10 something. Yeah. A Romanesque box and it weighed about 40 pounds and it was hidden in the Rocky mountains, somewhere between Santa Fe and the Canadian border at an elevation above 5,000 feet. And it is, this thing, it's not in a mine, a graveyard, or near a structure, and it's not in a dangerous place. And over 25,000 people over the years have looked for it, and he said he found it, and it was just in that place where he put it 10 years ago. So it's been, That's cool. Yeah, and so the guy, uh, he had self-published a book called The Thrill of the Chase, and that's where the clues were. I, myself, never made it to the... Rocky Mountains to look for this. And, uh, it's like it's a mad, 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 mad world. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't even it. look for the medallion, the Winter Carnival medallion. Yeah, exactly. That's too much work for me. Oof. But um, so anyway, That's I just cool. I re- if you remembered hearing about that story, that that has happened, and then um, also you know we have a couple. Geez, always with our notable obituaries, Stephanie. So uh, this one I saw a lot of people this weekend. Uh, Paul McEnroe, and you might even recognize that byline if you're a longtime reader of the Star Tribune or you watch KSTP because Paul McEnroe passed away um, at the age of 69 of cancer. And Tony Kennedy did a great notable obituary for the Star Tribune. But I, I saw that, you know, John Bream had all these reporters had tweeted about him, but he was an investigative journalist and he taught investigative reporting at the U. For 35 years, um, and he left the start, retired in 2015, and then went to KSTP here as an executive producer of the investigative stories that were done. And his work 
for example, changed the course of Minnesota's 1990 gubernatorial election. When he helped get the story, I remember this, about the nude pool party with the teenagers with the uh, Republican governor candidate, John Grunseth. Nine days before the election. I forgot about that. Yeah, and the candidate dropped out, giving Arnie Carlson a berth on the ballot, and he ended up being, you know, a really excellent governor. Yep. But yeah, Mac wow. broke that story, and um, he also helped break the blockbuster story that police had found the body of Jacob Wetterling. Mm-hmm. That one, he was awarded in 1993 the Robert F. Kennedy Journalism Award for the license to abuse the series that revealed that Minnesota officials had allowed criminals to become foster parents. He also did the blockbuster in 2002 behind the Pine Curtain, which was the story about the sexual abuse and cover-up at St. John's Abbey. Mm -hmm. And uh, people from all walks of life, like, told him he just, that was the, the thing. He was just, he was a relentless person who could question people, but get give empathy and so he got people would tell him stuff he also um had the nickname of mad dog because he was so tenacious and um he volunteered to cover you know bosnia croatia the gulf war and the iraq war for he was embedded and uh he and star tribune photographer richard senate smuggled themselves across the turkish border in the iraq war in the back of a potato truck and even though they were all getting poked, because they poke those things, have you seen the movies? They got across, went undetected, and he covered at least three major plane crashes in his career, including the charter flight in 2002 when Wellstone died. And his reporting raised competency about the pilots, um, the competency of the pilots, and he got a, a federal document that laid out the probable cause before it was reported by the National Transportation Safety Board. So he's just amazing. Todd at the U and um, he drilled into students that hard won wisdom is what journalism has to do to get into the hearts and minds of younger people. So Paul McEnroe, that seems 69, seems too young, just like Bonnie Pointer. Yeah, I do yeah. love the journalists that have been covering this mar- these marches, covering the police brutality. I just... If you're a journalist out there and people talk about the lamestream media and the fake news, no, no way, man. We no wouldn't way. know anything, anything if it wasn't for these hardworking journalists. Yeah. I and admire them so much. And 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 now just on the side, at least with video, our citizen journalists. A hundred percent, which are also journalists. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, um, gymnast Kurt Thomas, the first American male athlete to win the world gold uh, world gym title died at 64 from a stroke. And uh, he won in 1976. And it always had been, you know, the Russians, the Russians, the Russians. So I do remember who he was, Kurt Thomas. And he married a fellow gymnast. You know, they got mar- been married. So anyway, so he died. He had a stroke. He passed away. And then um, Nita Pippins passed away. Uh, her obituary was in the New York Times. She served as a maternal figure to AIDS patients after she lost her son to the disease. And she was 93 years old and she did the Rona got her in New York City. 
or she was living in Pensacola. But um, anyway, she had kept her son's diagnosis a secret, you know, didn't tell anybody because, of course, this was back then. And and she didn't really set out to be an activist, but she uh, moved to New York City and she wanted to reach out and and uh, she was, uh, you know, like in her 50s. And her son was 35 when he died in 1990. And she just uh, started being an activist and, you know, doing a support group. And then, so anyway. My friend Reed McLean died too. Who's Reed McLean? He was my neighbor. He was a booker. He booked music for the Minnesota Orchestra. He was, him and his wife, Bridget McDonough, were big Democrat uh, donors. He... Sue McLean, Reed McLean, and I were all friends. Oh, and people thought Sue McLean and Reed McLean were, were together, related, but, but they, they weren't. weren't. They just were in the same yeah. business of booking. And uh, his wife uh, Bridget died six months ago of brain cancer, and he was diagnosed at the same time she was sick with pancreatic cancer, and he just died. He's oh my, my neighbor. Gosh. He was yeah. a wonderful guy. He was a in development at McAllister College. He was a flautist. Oh, he also had this gigantic Brazilian music collection. Oh my God. He knew everything about music. And we used to go to dinner or a show about once every 10 weeks. Yeah. And the last time we went to dinner together was last year. We went and we went to four fish fries. Oh my God. And he called me the next day and he said, My stomach hurts so bad. It turned out that was how he found out he had pancreatic cancer. He thought he just had a stomachache from eating all the fried fish Fish. with me. Oh my gosh. But he will be missed. Yeah. And you know what? I wish it's got to be so. Like we can't. Well, maybe after Wednesday we're going to be able to gather. No, they're going to do a Zoom. A Zoom, yeah. yeah. Just like not being able. There's a real, but I guess you can always have one at a later date. But that is all part of it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Is being able to gather the final stories. Yeah, that's so true. All right, listen. We come back. We are going to do a little bit of Hollywood speaking, including a brother who says his sister threw him under the bus. What are you trying to say? Here's a headline you may not have thought you'd ever uh, see. King of Staten Island Review, Pete Davidson triumphs in blissful comedy. What well, triumph? He triumphs. doesn't. Triumphs. Let's hear about that. Yeah, well, it's just Judd Apatow, I guess, dialed it back. Uh, didn't make it be so shiny. The whole thing's filmed in uh, Staten Island. It came out on Netflix on Friday, and people are loving it. Well, good for Pete Davidson. He's yeah. had some it's, it's struggles. Basically, it's his life story. Oh, yeah. And he has had a lot of struggles. Yeah. I mean, he gets the dad. hottest women. Huh? He gets really hot women, too. Yeah. Like, he's had a long history of hot babes. He has the energy, as yeah. they say. As they say, a BDE. What is big? Please don't say <laughs> big, big wiener energy. We'll say it that way. Yeah. But oh, use a different word. That's what he's wow. got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what Big that Rick is. energy. That's okay. what he's got. But anyway, people are. Uh, they. I just. I would never. Never thought I would see that. I would see that headline. But uh, I want to watch it. And Judd Apatow directs it. And Pete Davidson is basically playing himself. And um, even though you know, it basically imagines his life if he had not SNL hadn't found him and he hadn't started doing stand up comedy. Huh. He wanted to open a tattoo restaurant. 
a restaurant where you get tattoos. I mean, mm, sounds hygienic. It's it's a really weird idea, but it could work. Oh no way! There's the no theater of uh-uh. yes, no, it could. But if it, you can go in like be in an underwater fish tank eating where uh, like disney yeah where but, you sit in the fish tank but i just feel like the two areas of blood and needles and food are not ever going to this episode is brought to you by snapple welcome to the snapple market auditory experience close your eyes imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store you make your way to the back and reach for your favorite snapple flavor you can't wait you take a sip whoa that's a lot of flavor what flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Cross, and it was good that it was just made into a movie. Potentially. <laughs> anyway, so if you're wondering about it, a lot of people, the critics. Did you ever see that movie Uncut Gems with no, Adam Sandler? Yeah, I, I watched like it this watch weekend. It. You oh, did? that's yeah. a weird coincidence. Holly, did you like it? Yes. It's a it's a it's a movie that creates a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. So for me, I felt like after that movie was over, I needed a Xanax mm-hmm. um, because he's just so manic during the whole thing. But it it's an interesting movie. It's an interesting movie. Did you like Holly? You liked it like a one out of 10, 10 being great. Well, I would probably give it like a seven or eight yeah. just because it, it you, you mentioned feeling really tense after the movie. And that's exactly what it wants you to feel. Yeah. So always appreciate a movie mm. executing their mission very well. And Adam Sandler was really good. And it's very unfortunate that he was not honored more for his performance in Uncut Gems. Yeah, right? it was a performance that, that uh, people were surprised that he wasn't nominated. Mm-hmm. And the lady who plays... Um, he was like for Spirit Awards. He got like, you know, just like the Just Mercy cast. They just sort of got like minor festivals or like the SAG awards, which they never, I think Adam Sandler might've been nominated for that, but who's the lady that does things, uh, Nadal Dazim. Adina Menzel. <laughs> he plays. Oh, that just was so the funny when he did that. Talented. Yeah. yeah, she plays his wife in the movie. Okay. All right, so you got that movie to feel uncomfortable, and you got the delightful Pete Davidson in a comedy to, for feel good. And then I can watch the pedophile documentary, what's it called? Rich. Filthy Rich. Filthy and Rich. I can just yeah. have myself all in a pucker all, yeah. <laughs> all night. Well, don't forget white lines if you want to go to Ibiza and just have pure escapism. The guy who did Money Heist did uh, a sh- TV show called White Lines. I've never heard of this. Oh, my gosh. It's on Netflix. you got to watch it. Okay. That and Outer Banks. Oh, okay. Teenagers in South Carolina. Treasure. All right. Another good one. Okay. So um, here, let's get to this Hollywood speak. The uh, brother <clears throat> of um, Jeff Bezos' fiance. Lauren Sanchez, his name is Michael Sanchez. He says that she and Jeff Bezos have thrown him under the bus. Yeah, they did. 
They did, didn't they? Yeah. And does her face look different to you? Like she's had an enormous amount of filler. She had that Joker face going on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess that's a yes to that. Because I was like, weird. Her face looks even different than it did. Yeah. Well, look who's smiling. She is smiling all the way to the Trillionaires Club. Although notice, even though they're both divorced, there's no rush to get married. He can't get married again. It cost him too much. Well, one of the things I laughed about was that Lauren was wealthy in her own right and his money had nothing to do with why she was attracted to him. I like spit out my coffee. I thought, what self-respecting publicist could deliver that line with a straight face? What was she doing that she had her own money, supposedly? Well, she, she was like a a D-list entertainment TV oh, reporter. Emmy award-winning American news anchor, entertainment reporter, media personality, yeah. actress, producer, right. pilot, and entrepreneur. Yes, there's a lot of things. I think she worked for wah, KTLA wah. or something like that. Yeah, she did a lot of those kind of good day LA, they, the local Los Angeles okay. entertainment reporter. She owned a company, or she does still, where... Uh, she shoots helicopter footage, you know, uh, aerial footage. Jeff. That's how she met him. Yeah, he hired her to do this thing for his company. That's going to, you know, fly us on helicopters between here and here and Mars. I don't know, something like that. <laughs> uh, but she met him on that, and she was married to this guy named Pike Patrick Whitesell, who's like a huge um, Hollywood. I think he's a manager. Okay. And anyway, but I just did spit out my coffee. She was wealthy in her own right. I mean, not Jeff Bezos wealthy. Yeah, no one is Jeff Bezos wealthy. Yeah, I mean, you know, anyway, so he said, I've protected and supported my sister 100% since the day she was born, and I've willingly taken the fall for her too many times to count. Our family has been ripped apart, and Lauren doesn't seem to care. And these guys are not going to be spending Thanksgiving together. No. And the FBI and Amazon's own investigation did clear him. He never possessed those photos used to blackmail Jeff Bezos. Yeah, it, it wasn't, wasn't for him. him. He said, I thought I'd get a private apology, but Jeff and Lauren haven't looked back. The next time I see them, we'll be in court. He oh. wants a front page apology from Bezos in the Washington Post. I don't well, know. he might get it. No. Or some money, which is maybe really what he wants, but he has to say he wants something else. Yeah, the source says Michael's determined to have his day in court, and it's not going to be pretty for the richest man in the world. Oh, well. <laughs> sure, he's not that broken up about it. Good luck. Good luck with that. Okay, do we all agree that Anna is putting a life-size cutout of herself outside of her home on her lawn is maybe the thirstiest, funniest thing we've ever seen a celebrity do? I would like you to describe what you mean by thirsty, because that was hysterical. Holly? Well, thirsty is a term for those who seek attention. I mean, get this woman a Gatorade, because her electrolytes are low. (laughs) (laughs) Check on her. Yeah, so she's, I guess this is maybe her way of telling Ben that she doesn't like all the attention, I have no idea. But now people know who she is. And I don't doubt that she and Ben, they are, I mean, they're, they've been together since they met on the set of their movie, Deep Water, which was filmed last fall in New Orleans. Okay, so a year. 
Yeah. 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 They like each other. But then it's just lest we forget. Yes. Ben Affleck and Benefer 1.0 and how just he is so willingly he went along. Yeah. With the attention. It's kind of strange. And apparently uh, his kids. He's needy. Huh? He's needy. Yeah. He I mean he has not been alone for two days. No, I know it. He is a needy, needy man. Yeah, he kind of is. And I actually want I'm interested in seeing her act more. I know she was a knives out, but it's like, well, what like show us that you're acting. Well, we're gonna see her in deep water, I guess. I don't know what else is on her IMDb. That horrible movie Knives Out, but she was good in it. Yeah, she was good in it. And then uh, Jordana Brewster and her husband. Corona breakup. Quietly separated after 13 years. There's a lot of those out there. Yeah. We'll we'll see. There's a new study that might show promise for love in the time of COVID. We'll get to it on Sex Monday. Whether it's Fred Meyer, Simple Truth Turkey, or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar, or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Fred Meyer has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Ready? I'll be right there. It's happening. Take I-5 South. You are on the fastest route. Mom says, OMG, I'll let everyone know. You have arrived. Honey, I'm, I'm right here. She's doing great. We're almost there. She's perfect. Hey, baby girl. The whole world can't wait to meet you. Live larger with more coverage. Share your news, big and small, on AT&T, the network that now covers more than 99% of Oregonians. Visit your AT&T store to learn more. Coverage isn't available everywhere based on third-party data. 